And we're back! Welcome to Snatch Season 2. As you know by now, I'm Sam Dampshner, the Associate Editor of Gay Times, and I'm joined by Fashion Editor Umar Sawa. Oh, girl, can you believe we've been renewed for a Season 2? Who would have thought it? When it's right, it's right. Are you ready to dive into All Star 6? I'm ready to dive in deep, honey. All right, let's dive. Come on, All Stars, let's get sixing! This week, we'll be discussing the fifth episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All Star 6, which saw the nine remaining contestants host an up-close and personal talk show called Pink Table Talk. Umar, I know what you're going to say, you're going to tell me to get over it, but I'm still mourning the loss of Jada. Yeah, you're right. Get over it. <laughs> uh, no, I miss her too. But honey, this is drag. This is another week in the workroom. And we got a new challenge. So no time for tears, honey. I know, but it just feels like if it was a reality show, right? This is like getting rid of Nikki Graham or Tiffany Pollard. Do you know what I mean? Like, where is the, the crazy now? Where is the crazy cuckoo puff? But the lineup is strong. And I feel like... Every episode is ranking it up to another level. So, sad to see her go, but these queens are still going to deliver the goods, honey. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, well, let's just talk about the fallout from last week's episode then. It turns out that Jan was the only one who voted for Akira. Fine. Okay, whatever. But the fact that she was sat there kind of questioning her decision just because the majority voted for Jara was a bit like, Jan, get a grip, love. Like, Jan, sit down. Like, she was physically shaking when she had to get that <laughs> lipstick outside of her cleavage. And I think throughout the episode, we saw Jan on this kind of PR spin mission where she was trying to justify what she did and she was fearful that karma's going to get her back. And I was like, Jan, every untucked sofa moment so far, no one's held grudges no one's been too anal when it comes to strategy so like calm down yeah have a cup of coffee love and chill out it's drag race this is what happens it's just drag it's just drag okay so the maxi challenge this week was really personal actually when they said up close and personal talk show i didn't expect it to be this personal I loved it, though. Um, I liked how there was three different groups. So I'm going to fly through them all here. We had Akira, Eureka and Trinity talking about shacks. Kylie, Raja and Scarlett on motherhood. And Ginger, Jan and Pandora on body. Which one do you think you would have picked if you were a contestant on Drag Race and you had to, you know, spill your feelings? Ooh, good question. I think, yeah, definitely a personal challenge where... I mean, all three of those topics are triggering. <laughs> I think I would go for sex mm. because you can have fun with it. You can tell your bedroom horror stories. And I just think it's a kiki with friends. You know what I mean? Talking about sex, talking about men's. Um, and I think the other two, motherhood and body, are just a bit too personal for me. So I think sex, sex, sex. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I agree. I feel like I'm at a point in my life right now where I can joke about sex. I can tell my worst horror stories. I can say, oh, well, this happened to me. You know, I can, I can, <laughs> I can say the embarrassing shit, right? Because I'm not, I'm not scared of it. Whereas motherhood, I think it should be boring. And body, I don't think I'm at a place in my life right now where I'm willing to joke about this beer belly just yet. <laughs> so yeah, sex. But yeah, let's talk about that group then. Akira, Eureka and Trinity. What stood out for you in this lineup? 
I honestly feel, obviously when they were rehearsing it in the workroom, I was like, okay, how is this going to be fun and comedic? Because we saw Trinity mention HIV status and the other queens and the other groups kind of mentioning kind of hard-hitting topics. So I was like, how is this going to have a comedic edge? But what I loved about this group, A, Eureka stole the show for me, phenomenal moderator. She was just effortless in this kind of lineup. And I think out of all of the groups, this seemed like a pilot for like an actual drag show. Like this mm. could be the new Loose Women or The View. Yeah, no, I agree. Eureka is the perfect moderator. If I was sat there talking about my deepest, darkest secrets, I'd want Eureka there to back me up and then move the conversation along. And also, we saw that she was good at this. Do you remember in season 10 with the proportionizing or whatever mm. the thing was? But yeah, I like this group. Trinity touched upon some really important topics with HIV and AIDS and Akira with living as a transgender woman and Eureka. I really can't remember what Eureka said. Eureka said she has sex and drag. Oh, yeah. And her hair's in a ponytail when she's ready to go. <laughs> and those words speak true to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about motherhood then. Kylie, Roger and Scarlett. I liked this group. However, I think it was probably the weakest, right? I think of all three groups, unfortunately, I think there was a lack of harmony in terms of the conversations and just kind of chemistry. And that's no fault of any queen in that group. But I just felt, so you had Scarlett being very positive and talking about her two mums and love and, you know, there's no age limit to finding your true self. And then mm -hmm. we went so high up and then we went so low with Raja's, you know, very heartfelt, turbulent relationship with her mum. And then we had Kylie in the middle kind of like here's my dog kind of balancing <laughs> yeah I think out of all three it's probably the most hard-hitting conversation to have mm -hmm. and I think all of them did well I just think it was just different tones and shades that maybe just didn't land as well as it could have Ugh, if I'm gonna be honest I think the only really memorable one out of this group was Raja because she was so I sincere. Love I love Raja. She was so sincere and she talked about her relationship with her mother, which a lot of people around the world can probably um, identify with, especially black queer people. Whereas Scarlet was just a bit too Scarlet the drag queen in it. And it, I, I kind of see the judges' critiques. And I love Kylie, love her, love her, love her, but I don't understand. I don't know what she offered really to this group. Yeah, oh, I think Kylie said something really beautiful where she was oh. like, don't let your, I don't know what the quote was, but don't let your childhood fear dictate your adult decisions or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Kylie was nurturing in that moment, but I think the critique was right. We didn't learn anything new about her. Yeah. And I love Scarlett, but I just think the thing is they're all drag queens. And when you're talking about something very personal, it's just natural to fall into that character of making it comedic or dramatic or camp. And mm. it was just, I just, they didn't get the balance, end of. She had her walls up still, didn't she? She had her walls up, that was it. Mm, Pisces. Is she? She's a Pisces. Oh, right, well, there you go. Emotional people, emotional people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm a Pisces rising, so I do relate. Oh. But um, I was rooting for them, but unfortunately just didn't work. Yeah. Okay, body, oddy, oddy, Ginger Jan and Pandora. Ginger, like Eureka, great moderator. Jan. 
do you have something to say, Uma? Do you have something to say about Jan? <laughs> the thing is, I agree with... Tr- I, who said it? Was it in Tucked or was it in the actual main show when someone said it was like two adults mm. having a conversation with a teenager? Yeah. And I think that's exactly how it fell. And it was a really nuanced moment. But I think with Jan... It's very scripted because she was saying the same jokes that she said in rehearsals. And I think she kind of stole Pandora's quote of, like, going from a twink body, quote-unquote, to, like, a dad bod, like, weight gain situation. I think she kind of stole Pandora's topic. Mm. And I think just it didn't read authentic to me. Yeah. I feel like this group, although they weren't as bad as Motherhood group, I feel like this group didn't have... The highs, you know, the the laugh out loud moments as the sex group, but it didn't have the heartfelt moments that the motherhood group had. So it kind of just like fell in the middle. But then there was just nothing really wrong with it, except for maybe Jan yeah. acting like, like you said, the, the teenager of the group, being so excited. I agree. And also I think, yeah, we learned about Ginger's constipation colon situation, which was enlightening. But I think it just didn't have depth to it. Yeah. Okay, well, please shush your mush, Umar, because it's ad break time. We'll be back after this to discuss the runway and this week's Lip Sync Assassin. Okay, Umar, let's get serious for a second. Here in the UK, our trans siblings and marginalised communities are facing severe attacks in the right-wing press. I know, I'm just sick of seeing this. The lies, the hate, the spill, it all just has to stop. Exactly. Media Watch is a new six-part Gay Times original podcast series that dissects, analyzes, and critiques the way LGBTQ plus issues are reported on in the mainstream media. And calls out that bullshit. So if you're scared to dabble in politics, don't worry. This podcast will teach you a thing or two. Speak it, Umar. Speak it. Each episode, host Shah Miyasani is joined by a special guest to look at the ways the press use misinformation to discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. If you want to explore the truth behind the headlines, Subscribe and listen to Media Watch now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You better click on that link. (laughs) It's runway challenge time and it's Clash of the Patterns. Did you like this one? Clash of the Patterns. I did. I think it was a good runway theme. Standouts for me would have to be Trinity K. Bonet. Mm Mm-hmm. Tribal cultural elements looked gorgeous. The kind of no hair, it's not a skin fade, but short hair looked gorgeous on Trinity. I think she's never looked better. Loved Raja again. Mm. I love the element of bringing your culture into the mix and just putting a fashion twist on it. She looked effortlessly gorgeous in my eyes. And if I had to pick a third fave, weirdly enough, it'll be a toss-up between Ginger Minge and Scarlet, I think. I loved Ginger. She looked camp and quirky and a bit of a safari. What was she trying to catch in that net? Was she like a, a butterfly catcher? I don't know what she was, but she looked cute. Something like that, yeah. What about you? It's funny because I think we have the same top three. I love Trinity Uh-oh. and Raja. And I think <laughs> my top of the week is Ginger. I don't know what it is. I just loved everything about that look. And she looked gorgeous as well. She did. She hasn't been doing it really for me on the runway this season. But that look was cute as hell. I really, really liked it. 
Okay, so on the other hand, though, who did you not? Who did you not like? I have like my bottom. I have my bottom. Oh, I think a lot of them didn't really hit the mark for me. I think Jan, I didn't see any clashing pattern. I just saw mm. another pastel, Katy Perry, Ariana inspired drag look, which mm. I wasn't really here for. Pandora, I just don't think she's elevating her drag or fashion to a high standard compared to the other girls. And then Akira, I liked the intention. I just didn't get clashing patterns no, from it. I agree. I, I think my bottom would be Pandora. I, 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 I don't... I, I, I really don't know what to say about that. But I actually... Drag just, it. No, but that's the thing. I don't even know what to say to drag that. Ooh, I'm yeah. looking at it now and I'm just like... I liked her reference to... Did she reference... Was it Catherine O'Hara's uh, character in Beetlejuice? I thought it was Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, right. Okay, it's another Catherine O'Hara oh, character. It? I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. But I think that is another Catherine O'Hara character. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I said Beetlejuice. That's not the hair in Beetlejuice. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I agree. I just think there's a finesse or a glamour that's missing. I think everything's missing. Oh, Okay. You are shutting the Pandora box firmly, shutting it and sending off on a FedEx parcel to yeah. God where okay now. <laughs> Her face looked beautiful, though. Her face looked beautiful. Yeah. I, I disagree with you about Jan. I think, yeah, there was no clash of the patterns, but she looked gorge. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I love that. In the words of Twitter, <laughs> she did not fulfil the assignment. No, she didn't. She didn't understand the assignment. No. Okay, so what do you think about Ginger winning? the challenge i don't know why i don't know why what when or how that happened because i think i think you you um, no not you eureka <laughs> i was like who is eukaria <laughs> eureka for me i think stood out mm -hmm. as a force to be reckoned with and also you're only as good as your team. Like, I think everything worked around her to make Eureka just excel more. Whereas I think Ginger, okay, she shone brightest in her group. But overall, it wasn't a yeah. knock-out-the-park performance from the ensemble. So I don't agree. What do you think? I agree with what you're saying. Because I don't think either Akira or Trinity would have had as much of a good time on that panel if Eureka wasn't moderating it. Like, I really think Eureka set the mood. She made me laugh throughout it. It was like a touchy subject, you know, with what they were talking about. But Eureka made it fun the whole time. And Ginger, she, uh, she did really well. I think she'd be probably second place this week. So it's not too far-fetched that she won. But I just think Eureka yeah. really took it home. And I know it sounds really mean to say, because I love Ginger and I love everything she brings. But I just felt Eureka's, Eureka's warmth and nurturing essence really shone mm. authentically because you had two queens actually talking about very hard-hitting topics, but we saw the light and the humour and the positivity in them. Whereas I think Ginger, because Pandora and Jan didn't really say anything deeper of merit, it looked like Ginger was a little bit performative of putting on this, like, Mother Mary nurturing 
primary school teacher vibe kind of thing, if that makes sense, where it's like, yeah, you're trying to radiate this positivity and warmth, but where is it going? What are you bouncing it off of? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't have that many feelings about it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think we saw the bottom three coming, though, didn't we? Kylie, Jan, and Scarlett. Yeah, I think we saw that coming. But did you expect Rue to go so harsh on Scarlett on the main stage, saying her kind of talking about her motherhood made her uncomfortable? What was that about? I just felt that was like a... Harsh. I don't know where that came from. Especially when she was talking about something she loved so much. Like, the relationship between her mothers. And then Rue was like, do you know what? It made me feel really uncomfortable, actually. What? Just yeah. say she did bad. Lesbian. J- just say she did do well. But don't say it made you feel uncomfortable, Rue. That was a bit... Uh, come on. Yeah, and, like, we know this is, like, a reality show. Like, those moments where Scarlett was getting a bit, like, stagey or a bit campy or whatever, they could have edited that out and then... She like journey. I mean, I think they emphasized something that wasn't really there. Mm. Like she's a drag queen. She's gonna give you a little bit of campness or quirky humor. Mm. And like we all have our own little quirks when the conversation's getting a bit deep or not going somewhere. Like we all stutter and splutter. Yeah. So I think it was just uncalled for. But I think that uncomfortable comment did it did kind of manifest into some drama on the deliberation. So maybe it was done for a reason. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, What did you think about Jan bawling out in tears on the main stage? (laughs) And then Rue said, what I I found funny about this was, it was basically them saying like, (laughs) like, Jan, you're too much. Like, your personality's too much. But, you know, we are all, you know, narcissistic and cocky, but just don't make it seem like that. And then Rue was just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while Jan's just there crying. It was like, what? Oh Rue is God. cruel this week. <laughs> I agree. Because the thing is, I know it sounds so bad because maybe her tears are genuine and she's actually frustrated. But it's like, Jan, stop being extra. And then her response and her tears are just even more extra. It's like, I don't think she understands. It felt more like, Jan, stop being yourself. <laughs> It was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> the thing is, whenever someone says, oh, change this, change that, I don't agree oh. with the judges going so hard on what someone authentically is. But I think what everyone is seeing, unfortunately, is Jan is not letting herself breathe. She's not letting herself just be herself. And I think that's what people are trying to drum into her, where it's like, if you just relax and take it, from an 11 to a 5, you won't wear yourself mm-hmm. out as much and you'll come across more likeable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's talk about the lip sync then. How funny to see Bianca Del Rio come out as a lip sync assassin when she's never lip synced in her entire life. I was actually like, no. I was, I was shocked. I was screaming. Yeah. Shocked. The gag. I mean, they've put people on that stage before who weren't technically lip sync assassins, so it wasn't really a surprise. But I was like... Are we going to see Bianca throw down for the first time? Wow. That would be a sight to see. But, I mean, <laughs> this All Stars are just giving us spins and, what's the word? The narrative Twists. is just going in different directions. I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. So, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Okay, so, it was Ginger versus Mayhem Miller, season 10 alum, to the feet of Phone by Lizzo. 
what I liked about this performance is they could be different, these queens, right? But Phone, the song, just happened to suit both of them perfectly. Do you know what mm. I mean? I have not well versed on Ginger Minja's lip syncs, but I just think it was the perfect comedy song. I like mm. the way they both rifted off each other. Like, it felt good. And I, I want to see more of these type of songs where it's not just always adrenaline floor bangers. Like, there's more comedy and um, fun to be had. And I think both queens, again, this season has not given us a dud lip sync so far. These lip syncs are so good. This is like, these lip syncs are better than the whole of All Stars 5. Just like, just the lip syncs. Legendary. So good. Were you surprised that Ginger won? And then she won £30,000, the biggest amount, I think, so far. I think Ginger won it fair and square. I think she, mm. Mayhem gave a good fight, but I think Ginger just took it to the next level for me. Agreed. And well done, Ginger. £30,000, that's more than Bibi's Harabene's entire know. winning money. You know? Good for you. And she broke off 2500 for both Jan and Pandora, which was quite generous. We love a generous queen. We do. We do. So, Ginger won. She revealed her lipstick. And whose name did it have on it, Umar? Whose name? Scarlet and I was fuming. Tell me why you were fuming. I was fuming. I was fuming the house down goddamn boots. (laughs) I just, I I love Scarlet. And I just, I think it's so unfair. She's done nothing wrong up until this point. Her fashion has always been incredible. We know she can kill acting challenges. Dancing was such a hard thing for her on her season, but she did the Katy Perry justice. And I have no words. I'm so disappointed. Yeah. No, I feel your frustrations. I feel like she's been slept on this entire season. Justice for Scarlett. And also, I think, obviously, you know, Scarlett's promo interview where she's like, am I the villain? Am I the drama? I thought, was she teasing something? Because... For the first time, when they came into the deliberation thing, and she was like, Jan got the worst critique. (laughs) I thought we were going to see something boil up and see us through the next couple of episodes. So that was cut premature. And I just think Ginger, let's face it, she wasn't going to send Jan home because her fellow group member, Kylie, I don't think has done anything... Oh, it's just hard because Kylie, I don't know. It's just Kylie and Scarlett have both not done anything bad. So I think it was just a personal decision, I think, on Ginger's behalf. Agree with everything you said, Umar. Agree with everything you said. Um, R.I.P. Scarlett. But she still has a chance to come back. So fingers crossed. Okay, right. Quick fire round. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Quick fire round. Quick fire round. Okay, right, one, Akira Redeemed herself, learned so much about her past, loved it. Eureka. Should have won. Robbed. 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 Ginger. The robber. She <laughs> robbed Eureka. <laughs> she robbed Eureka, but looked fab on the runway. Yeah. Jan. Doing too much. Yeah. Agreed. Kylie. Doing too little. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. Pandora. Doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, bless Pandora, just hasn't had her moment yet. 
Agreed. Raja. The heart of the episode. So relatable. Oh. Capricorn Queen, slay goddamn boots now. Yeah. Gagatondra, eh? <laughs> yeah. Scarlet. My queen. R.I.P. Love her. So sad. Yeah. Trinity. Love Trinity. I think Trinity gave us nuance. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's time for our special guest, Dumar. I think. <laughs> is it time? Ooh, I think so. I think so. Okay, so this queen is, and in her words, not like the others, splits, high kicks, death drops, and jumps. She can't do any of it. But she has a few opinions about this week's episode. So, round of applause. Let's welcome Boa to Snatched. Boa, tell me, what are you enjoying about All Star 6 so far? Oh my God, what am I enjoying? I am enjoying the contestants like literally every contestant this season is fucking amazing they're they are all all-stars they brought the looks they brought the personalities the stories they brought the talent like i am just so invested in this season i love it mm -hmm. and when the council was announced who did you look at and think i'm really excited to see this queen on the show okay i'm gonna give you like maybe three Okay. Kylie Sonique Love. Love her. She's an icon. I was so excited to see more of her. Akiria, because I love Akiria. She is so amazing. She always brings like high drag and she is so slept on. So it's nice to see her get another opportunity to really shine. And then of course, my girl Ginger. I love her and I knew she was going to kill it this season. Yeah. Okay then. So we're five episodes in. What's been your standout moment so far? Okay, I loved when Kylie did Steven Tyler last week. That was amazing. That was so good of her. You never see anyone impersonate Steven Tyler. And for a trans person to do a, a male character really shows a lot of, I want to say humility and uh, able to really push herself. So that was really cool to see. Also, my dad like loves Aerosmith. So growing up, I always had Aerosmith playing on in the car and everything. So that was just really awesome to see. And I really just thought it was so funny and untucked i want to say two weeks ago when jan really wanted to not be safe she wanted to like be in the top or have a win but then she was in the bottom and when they got into untucked ginger was like well let's all congratulate jan for breaking her safe streak <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was so funny yeah and this week's episode was quite intimate actually because the queens kind of broke off in groups and spoke about separate topics they spoke about sex motherhood and body if you were in this lineup which one would you have picked which do you think would have been the easiest to kind of to to win with oh my god what a hard question <laughs> i want to say motherhood because i love my mom so much she's visiting me right now she hopped on the train and trained here for four hours in the other room motherhood i could talk about body like you know i i'm very body positive as a bigger queen i find it harder to do things and I enjoy my curves and swerves let's just say that mm -hmm. I don't know what do you think I would have picked hmm. I wouldn't have gone for motherhood to be honest that's what I wouldn't have gone for with you but now knowing that you love your mom so much that makes sense I would have said yeah you have a sexual body yeah yeah sex okay body body <laughs> yaddy yaddy <laughs> did you enjoy the challenge I thought it was really good it was really I love in a drag show when the queens talk. Like if I go out to a bar and see a drag show, especially in Toronto, because we do like 
we do marathon drag, it's like you're on all night. Like you are performing, performing, performing. So my favorite part of the drag show is seeing the queen on the microphone banter. So anything where the queens get to really just talk and express their opinions and show their personality is like my favorite. Mm -hmm. So which queen stood out to you the most? Who do you think did the best job on the mic? Ginger, definitely. And she was top this week too. She was so good. She was great. She was right in the middle. She really led the conversation and she really just, she just really shined. Yeah. See, I do think Ginger did incredibly well, but her and Eureka were like this for me. I would, I think I would have given it to Eureka instead of Ginger, but... Oh yeah, Eureka was really good too. But deserved. I love seeing Ginger win. Like, I just love seeing her succeed. I love Ginger. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Everybody does. What did you think of Kylie, Scarlett and Jan being the bottoms this week? Is that a decision you agreed with? Yeah, no, I think it was all justified. Like they really didn't pop off too much and they didn't really take their moments that they had. I also thought Pandora kind of should have been in the bottom because it seemed like she was sitting in the back seat for a lot of her portion, but whatever RuPaul says, I agree with. (laughs) Okay, we have to talk about the major gag of the episode. So Bianca Del Rio coming out as a lip sync assassin. Did you actually think she was going to lip sync or did you think there was some kind of ruse going on? I thought she was going to lip sync. Yeah, because they've never done that before. But I, I mean, like they're trying to add so many twists and turns and gags and goops of the season. So... I'm not surprised that they did that, but I definitely thought she was going to lip sync. Yeah. Well, not to be mean to Bianca, but I'm glad she didn't lip sync because we got a great showdown between Ginger and Mayhem Miller to phone by Lizzo. Tell me your thoughts on that, SmackDown. Yeah, no, it was good. Ginger was so funny. I love that she put so much personality into it. I love Mayhem. Like, Mayhem is just one of my favorites, and she looked amazing. I love how they ended the lip sync too, where Mayhem like had her shoe in her hand, like she was gonna hit her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a great SmackDown. Tell me, what do you think this uh, game within a game twist is gonna be? They're probably just gonna bring them back for an episode to give one of them the opportunity to come back, like they always do for like previous seasons. <laughs> it's probably literally that simple. Yeah. I can see something happening, like, do you remember the lip-sync Lala Perusa in All Stars 4? I can see something like that happening. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'll be cool. But I'm also just excited to see them all come back for at least one other episode, because, like, mm-hmm. it's like, this is a show that people enjoy, and at the end of the day, it's just a show. But it's also, these queens, it's like, it's their life. It's their careers. Like, depending on how far you make it, it plays a big part of your career. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see them get more screen time. On next week's episode, the contestants will overact in Rue American Horror Story Coven Girl. I, 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 oh my God. Oh my God. Uma, we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're both American Horror Story buffs. I'm, are you excited? Oh I'm so excited. I'm obsessed. Where's Yara Sophia when you need her? Oh, I know. She would have been perfect for this. And next week has special guest stars The Angela Bassett, Academy Award nominee. And Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts! Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Ah! I'm so excited. Uma, it's time to go because you're making me feel uncomfortable. <gasps> the feeling is mutual. <laughs> Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Make sure you're following at Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ news, culture and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review. Thank you for listening.